All right. How's everybody doing? Hey. We're back again. Ride for the Phoenix continues. And, the, and how is it continuing on your end? Tom? Well, you know, it <laughs> in spirit. Yeah. So I, I've been mountain biking more often than I've been road biking. So, okay. um, so, you know, it's not, it's not preparing me for, for the next road trip, but it is getting me on a bike, you know? Okay. So now that so. implies that there's going to be another road trip. <laughs> there so has to be, there has so to be, we're, right? We're, yes. We, we had so much fun on the first and second legs of, yeah. uh, of the journey that we thought, you know, there's still a whole lot more of the planet that we could see. And so we're, we're talking sure. about Lake Michigan now, riding around yeah. a good section of Lake Michigan and yeah. keeping the effort going, the ride for the Phoenix for North Lawndale. Yep. Jill looks All interested. Right. All right. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. Our, our, guest, yeah. our guest today is Jill Young. And uh, Jill, is it true that you were a former professional cyclist? Is that, is that no. true? No. Different Jill Young. Okay, I got you confused with someone else. Would you like to be? <laughs> I am. I'm living proof that you can you can go from zero to a cross country bike ride. You know. That's true. That's true. You set the bar pretty high, Tommy. <laughs> That's true. I have yeah. an orange bike that I kind of tooly around on. I don't go very fast. Okay. It's not. But I love my bike. It's orange. Perfect. I love the color. Yeah. I love the color. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So we have our leadership question of, of the day, which Jill, we are going to ask you the question first, and then you, you get to just think about it. And then we'll ask you more uh, questions about yourself. All right. So. To think about it and answer it at the same don't, time. Don't, no, 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 no. Just think about it. Don't answer. Oh, don't well, answer. you. Yeah, you can answer your own question, questions about yourself while thinking. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So the theme for the day, right? So it's a two part question and it was asked by two different people, but uh, they were put together because um, they relate. Right. So how do you step outside your comfort zone was the first part of the question. And that was asked by Chiquita Beasley. Nice. Yeah. Chiquita. And then the follow-up is what are the outcomes for taking risk? And that was asked by Ryan Williams. Nice, Ryan. Thank you. Yep. So there you go. Think about that one. While I'm answering other questions. You could do that. It's just split your mind in half. Let's do it. You're good. Right, yeah. So, so just a brief introduction and we're going to have you, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, but you know, Jill is a uh, EOS implementer in the Dallas area, but you are willing to work anywhere in the universe. Is that right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yet another rumor. What's that? What is the outcome of taking risks? Yeah, okay. Minimize travel. Stay on the planet. I like that. Uh, but I, I just got to tell everybody that's listening that you're the author of a great little book called Earn It. And uh, I, I love the book and I've been sharing it with people. And what I like about it is so often bosses are kind of stumped by that question. You know, I'd like a raise. And so you just do a marvelous job in your book addressing that. 
And now you've got a new book out. We're going to ask you a little bit about that called Encourage. But a good place to get started is, you know, give us a brief background. Mm -hmm. Tell us the Jill Young story. Well, I let, uh, my story will always start with uh, growing up as a little girl in an entrepreneurial company. And dad had lots of businesses, but but when you think about me saying dad had lots of businesses, um, he would invent something and then we would go try to sell it. And most of the time his ideas didn't go anywhere. So when I say he had multiple businesses, I don't want you to think about he owned all of this real estate and all these big companies. He had little, he had little tiny companies, but the, the bigger one that we had was a childcare center. And mm -hmm. eventually we had four childcare centers. So that was great. But I just loved growing up that way. Some people, um, you know, Renee and Tommy, they'll say, okay, how did you get to be so successful? It must be your degrees or it must be all of your experience. I say, you know what, really it started when I was eight years old. My parents taught me how to work really hard. I was always willing to try things. Um, I would jump right in and offer my opinion when it wasn't even asked for. <laughs> there you go. Maybe on that. I'll bet that worked out well for you. Comfort zone just a little bit. So I will always start with, if you want to know about me, you want to know about how I grew up. And it was just lots of hard work and a family that surrounded me with, um, uh, I, I was alone a lot, but I kind of look at it as they surrounded me with a lot of freedom. So mm -hmm. sometimes I could look back on my life and say, you know, maybe I didn't uh, have a ton of opportunities to be in clubs. Um, part of part of a little bit of my story is I gave up the lead role uh, in a uh, a musical my senior year because I went to work. I went mm. to work in family businesses, and I just won't ever look at that like, oh, I had to give that up on that. No, I look at it as, wow, I got a head start on my professional career. So yeah, uh, a very, uh, you know, I, there were opportunities I passed up on because I wanted to be at the family business. Yeah, so that's, kind of, that's really just kind of the nuts and bolts. And then, you know, I did, there's a couple of degrees in there and I know, you know, North Lawndale is really passionate about getting the kiddos to college and, um, college you just got to go and you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other <laughs> kind of taught me how to grow up and make choices on my own so i have a couple of degrees one of them that i'm most proud of is my master's degree i went to university of phoenix so mm. i worked all day and all day in a family business and i went to school at night so uh there's there's no excuses you can mm -hmm. work full time and go to school full time you can do it all Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, what are you working on now? What, what are you working on now? You've always got something in the hopper. I know I, that. What are you working on? You have something in the hopper. So I just shared this with the team that I worked with today. I said my business best over the last quarter is I I published a book. It launched. It's like it's out Perfect. there. Yeah. Part. But you know what, Renee? When you ask me what I'm working on now. I kind of want to write another book. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to write another book? I kind of do really want to write another book. It's once one one baby is born, one book is published. I'm all, I'm looking like what what, what is next? 
because I just love to think about stuff and research stuff and then put it into a book for everybody. Mm -hmm. So, so let me ask it differently. What are you interested in? What are you, what are you exploring as you're thinking about, uh, you know, what you want to work on? Yeah, there's, so I have, there's two ideas and they're not, they're not even half baked Renee. So it's not even. <laughs> well, this is good because That's Tommy's okay. listening. Tommy's really good at making half baked ideas. <laughs> actually great for the topic because one idea is very cerebral it's very cerebral and it's about um it, it's a it's just about how we think and when I look at it when I kind of mind map it I think ah, like this would be super interesting for me to read, but is <laughs> interesting to read that? Uh, and it both of my books, Encourage and Earn It, have been very action-oriented. And I'm a big believer mm -hmm. in um, brief solutions that are simple. I mean, you guys know we're EOS implementers. Simple, actionable, and both of the books have been that way. This cerebral topic, I'm like, what kind of action can people take from that? And so it's not really feeling like me. But on the other hand, would it be stepping outside of my comfort zone? That could be. Mm -hmm. ah, oh, so, there we maybe, go. And if I don't write the book this year, I might write, write it yeah. next year. The other one is just a, a very, uh, it would match the Earn It and Encourage series. Uh, it's another book full of actionable steps about really how to live your core values. Because I get these questions all the time. And that's really how I write it when I keep getting questions over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I have... I've just seen so many great things happen with living your core values. And I thought, wouldn't that be cool if, don't you dare steal my idea now. <laughs> I can't be writing that down. <laughs> Hold on, say that one again. <laughs> it's not my idea. Anybody can do it because it's not very original. What if we had a book that said uh, five chapters, living your core values, hire, fire, review, reward, recognize, boom. I mean, it just might be a really nice resource for um, for companies running on EOS. So, yeah, and sure. maybe four more other books, but oh dear. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have even spoke it because now I really yeah. want to do it, but that's kind of, it's been on my mind. Yeah. My, I, have to, uh, I have to decide by October 13th because that's when Traction First has their annual session. And you guys know that's when we plan for 2020. Mm -hmm. um, my team will be expecting me to say either we are or are not writing a book this year. There you okay. go. <laughs> All right, interesting. We're asking okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a labor of love. I can tell. I can tell you that. Uh, so, uh, so. You know, this is all about education and tell us a little bit about your educational experience. You said a little bit already, but go a little deeper on that. I mean, sure. uh, um, the value yeah. that you got from. So learning. I am going to go back uh, um, so much, I, uh, you know, go back. You said, I'm going to kind of start at the end a little bit. Love okay. the University of Phoenix. And one of the reasons I really loved it is because it was all experiential. So our teacher, hmm. our teachers actually worked in the fields that they taught in. So they brought us in real world experience. So I loved that. Um, my college experience, what I really gained from that is I learned really how to organize myself. Uh, I learned how to 
I'm going to call it take care of myself educationally. Mm-hmm. My, mm-hmm. my parents, like God bless their hearts. They just went, okay, you go to college. And then I just, I went to college and I didn't have guidance. So they didn't say, Hey, are you taking the right classes? Um, I didn't even think to go to a counselor. It was back in the days where you grabbed a booklet. It was like on newsprint, a booklet. And it mm-hmm. said, if you want a psychology degree, you have to take all of these classes. So I remember having this booklet in this educational, um, I took charge of my education. I would look at this booklet and every quarter go, okay, what do I need to take next? Mm-hmm. Um, I became very confident in asking for what I needed. Mm-hmm. This, And I think going into college uh, from high school, especially you, uh, you're either going to learn this the hard way or you can learn it from me today. (laughs) Here it is again, be confident in asking for what you need. So there was a class that said, nope, you could, you can't take this class because you don't have a prerequisite. It's not offered until another time next year. So um, I took a risk and here we go. Mm -hmm. A risk, a personal risk, because I was a little bit scared to go talk to a professor. And I walked in and I said, I know I shouldn't be able to take this class. I really want to. It's going to help me graduate. I think I'm ready for it. I've had this experience. I've had these grades. I just kind of laid out my case. And I saw this smirk, just kind of this little smile get on his face. And he said, "That that's all great. All uh, And I'm glad you you came in here and made your case. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm just happy that you asked. Because I would have said yes just because you asked. And I thought, well, there you go. You know, what happens when you take a risk? Sometimes you get everything you want just by asking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who said ask and you shall receive? Was it Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) I think it might have been. (laughs) There's a wise person. (laughs) There's a wise person once said. There's no one. It was you, Renee. I think you just. No, no. no, I plagiarized. I plagiarized from Jesus. That's amazing, though. It's as simple as that, you know? Mm -hmm. Just ask. You got to be, you know, you got to have the courage to ask. That's right. And, you know, that I actually, just before I got on the phone with you guys today, I got an email from a woman. I, uh, I met her maybe five years ago. And she said, Hey, I'm working with a coach right now. I just started this business. And he challenged me to do something scary. And my scary thing for the day is I admire you. And I think you might have some advice for me. And so I'm asking you, will you have a phone call with me? Well, heck yes, I'll have a phone call with you. All she had to do was ask. But I think I do. I know I still do this, that we think people are different than us. And I'll just tell you right now, people are way more the same than we are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. if you you would help somebody if they asked you that question, go yeah. ahead and ask that question. Step into that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you you go. know, it's interesting that you bring that up. I mean, uh, when was the last time you asked for help or of someone and they said, nope, got nothing for you? Oh, Renee, that's <laughs> really great. <laughs> I mean, Jesus I, level, Renee. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I have never, I have never had anyone say, no, nope, sorry, I, I've got nothing for you. I just mm-hmm. can't do it. So, Won't do it. Renee, you, know. you want me to add some science to it? 
to that phrase. Absolutely. So, well, my husband would call it pseudoscience because I got a psychology degree. And he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not watching. He's fine. Jill science. <laughs> Jill science. Okay. <laughs> So one of the jobs that I had early on in my career was I was a career counselor. And one of the things we learned to teach the people who are looking for jobs is that human beings, because we are human, not the way we were raised, not the education we have, not how skinny or fat we are, human beings cannot turn down a request for help. It hurts. It hurts us at our cellular level for someone to say, will you please help me? And yeah. so if you will phrase your question that way, yeah. and I even say, hey, Renee, can you help me out? Could you sure. give me $1,000? It would be really hard for you to say no, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> so so oh, in other words, you, we, are genetically, we are genetically encoded yes, to, to help. help people yeah. but you got to yeah. use that phrase so there you go there's a little tool stepping outside of your comfort zone even <laughs> yeah help me out you yeah. nobody wants to say no to people mm -hmm. they yeah. need help yeah so. oh yeah i yeah. totally agree with that science, I, if, science, if, Tommy. <laughs> that's it <laughs> if i would say like in just my experience in in building the business and everything in the past there's no way I could have possibly made it happen without asking for help. And sure, sometimes it, they do it because they feel bad for you. But I think that kind of proves your <laughs> your science, right? They do. They just they want to see you succeed. You know, you're trying yeah. so hard. I mean, there's probably some people that just want everybody handed everything handed to them and if they ask for help and they don't show any level of effort on their part it becomes easier to say no how about you put a little effort in first and then and then i'll think about helping you but but i think those are the exceptions oh for sure yeah most yeah. everybody is going to want to help you it's the yeah. simplest answer yep which is, gets, gets you to another i think another truth and that is uh you know, I, I think you you obtain wealth to the degree of how many people you've helped. Ooh. You know, you want to you know you want to be prosperous and and wealthy and have a successful life. I think that's direct in direct proportion to how many people you help. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Help as many as you can. It'll come back now, to you. A million now, different. Hey, that again is Jesus level. Yeah. <laughs> w W R D. <laughs> It's our friend Zig Ziglar who says, "Big, how does he say? The more if you just can just help a whole bunch of people, you'll always get what you want." Oh, Something now I'm like gonna... that. Yeah, but Renee so said it. So no, no, no. no. <laughs> so I heard P Peter Diamandis said, "Hey, if you want to be a billionaire, all you got to do is is help a billion people." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, yeah. hey, that works. Pay you one dollar. That's it. Yeah. All right. So we've got another uh, question for you. Are you ready for this one? All right. All right. This is this is this will get a little focus here. What's the most valuable lesson that you've learned in in your life? It's the most. If you just had to say, hey, you know, this is all right. What I learned. Uh, yeah. so this is 
this is a lesson and I've already talked about it a little bit, but you know, the power of repetition, right? <laughs> and, and it's, it's a lesson that I think you can only learn by doing. And it's the lesson of hard work that when you just keep working at it, things will work out. Sometimes they don't work out exactly the way you want them to, but it's just keep taking one step, one step, putting one step in front of the other. And you can know this. I see you guys nodding your head. <laughs> yeah. Seasoned, experienced people. When, when I talk to young people about this, they go, oh, yes, hard work. And they shake their head like, I agree with you in principle. I can see how this I can see how this would be true. Mm -hmm. yeah. until, guys, you know, and help me out. Do you believe this too? Until you've really worked and then you've been rewarded, even little rewards like, yes, this is working. That's when you really learn the lesson of hard work. It's like, oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get it now. It's like mm -hmm. a lesson to learn through experience. So, yeah. with the books that I write, with building my EOS practice, um, even early, early on, I was so stubborn um, that anytime somebody told me I couldn't do anything, that's when I automatically wanted to do it. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to let that little girl go right now. Okay. Out, so oh, I've, I've, I've got a tip for you, Jill. Don't write another book. Just, Dang just it, don't. I, I don't even think she has it in her. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you have it in you. <laughs> That is it. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get started. <laughs> I, oh, I did that all the time when people would say, "Oh, you can't do that because you're a girl," or "You can't do that because you have blonde hair," or "You can't do that because you know your family's not smart enough," or "You didn't come from the right neighborhood." Sure. All of that. I. Oh, yeah. You want to watch me? Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You want to do it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this is so this is so interesting. There's just been a, a, a common thread uh, through all of the people that we've had on our program. Would you say, Tommy, you're oh absolutely every everybody <laughs> is yeah, and and there's there's of course the the education and the that that background and everything in terms of you know going to college or not going to college, but the one thing that everybody puts more weight in and value on is the is the hard work portion yeah. of it yeah, yeah just sticking to it so and, many different ways yeah just yeah. sticking to it mm -hmm. yeah. this is not a shameless plug for my own book because i make like 40 cents a book at this point <laughs> so, i'm gonna grab it real quick go for it um, so this is another another tip for everyone if you want to get rich don't yeah. write a don't book write <laughs> It's a really good cerebral exercise. Do it, right? And it's good to help people yes. love it. But this one yes. right here, um, a lot of the comments that I got after I wrote this, and I didn't even realize what I was doing, is that they said, uh, this is kind of from the older generation. They're saying, we keep telling um, our kids, our grandkids, all you got to do is learn how to work hard, right? We're saying this, and now you sure. guys are writing it. And they say, mm -hmm. Jill, what you've done is you put into words and a structure what it looks like to work hard. Like yeah. what? <laughs> because a lot of them were saying, well, I don't even know what that means. What do you, like, tell me how, mm -hmm. what work hard looks like. Just, yeah. oh, I'm here eight hours a day. 
like, is that what, you know, I show up to class, but I just sit there. I don't take notes. No, that's not working hard. Just showing up isn't working hard. Mm -hmm. So really the book was a that's great. great. What we all are saying is hard work. So yeah, there you go. perfect. Yeah. That's a good like seven bucks or something on Amazon. Oh, that's totally worth it. Thank so, you. So yeah, I might <laughs> even buy one. <laughs> I might have one on my shelf here too. <laughs> Um, so Jason Smith is watching and he, oh he, God, he, he, <laughs> sent me a book today oh, and, I opened really? it and then my clients walked in. So I haven't even been able to look at it. Jason, thank you for sending me a book. <laughs> he he said, he, he's always, he always got, has some good comments. So he said, you don't really know what hard work is until you've done more than you thought you could. Uh -huh. Oh, dang it, Jason. Add that. Um, this list because I, I know. <laughs> going up it's going up oh boy <laughs> wisdom from the great jason smith he really yeah, that. blew my mind yeah i love that but that's so true right you guys yeah. on your bike ride and you're like yeah. how in the world could we go 50 miles today right we went four miles yesterday and we were so tired but then you did it and you're like oh huh okay. i could do that yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. You just, yeah. that is you'll, great. you'll amaze yourself. There's, um, there's days where I'll have five sessions in a row. And, you know, I know you guys have done this before too. And I, you know, it's Thursday night, I'm going to bed. I'm like, I don't know how I can do another one. <laughs> Get up <laughs> and you drink some caffeine. <laughs> Caffeine's good for you, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's high in, in antioxidants. So. <laughs> That's not when, not when it's infused in six Mountain Dews a day, right? <laughs> no, you don't want it in Mountain Dews. <laughs> good old black coffee. Okay. Great. Tip of the day. <laughs> you know, I on that subject, I, I found out, uh, you know, just from, uh, you, know, uh, you know, physical that I had done, that I have a really high tolerance for caffeine. Oh. Some people don't, which explains why I can have a cup of coffee and go right to bed. But you know, that's a tangent and I took us off on a tangent. Let's get Oh know. man. I know Tommy was interested. Probably the only person I... listening. <laughs> okay. So here's another question for you, Jill. Okay. So uh who's been the biggest influence in your life? Who's had the biggest impact on your life? You think of all the people that have helped you and guided you. Hmm. Okay. Well, I have two answers. One is one's an easy answer and I'll give it to you, but then one's a little bit of a thinker. So I'm, I want to give you both. The easy answer is dad is, is my dad. I have a lot of his brains and I've got mom's heart. So together I'm perfect. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> well, that, that might be a bit of a stretch. Deal. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, I mean, we love you, you but know, I don't... <laughs> if you knew my definition of perfection, which yeah. is, um, I am perfect. I am always perfect. I'm perfect today for exactly the experiences that I've had and the trials I'm facing today. I am the perfect me and tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be a different version of perfect me. So there you go. Is, yeah. is very, it's a very different word in my vocabulary. Uh, but dad, dad influenced me heavily, um, in a couple of ways. One of them was that freedom I talked about a little bit. He let me do things, try things, and he had, 
I don't know if it was his low affect, which means he didn't show a lot of emotion. He, he was always affectionate and, and, you know, he totally loved me, but he didn't go real high or real low. So I don't know if it was that or if it was truly like he was raising me to be his genius, but he gave mm-hmm. me a ton of freedom without mm-hmm. judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. now I just feel totally free to say, I think this, or I want to do this, or, oh my gosh, I made this horrible, crazy mistake. And I don't feel like the world is going to judge me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, love, I love dad for that. Now the yeah. second person that's had the most influence on my life, it's, a, it's deep, but I'm going to say these random encounters I have with random people mm-hmm. and I'm going to kind of put it as a collective. Um, I love to learn from everyone. Mm-hmm. My, my thought is everyone a teacher. And so if I will sit on, you know, if I sit on a subway next to somebody and I have a conversation or my, um, my latest is I love my Uber drivers. Bye, Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie's been working in the background. You didn't even see her. Oh, look at that. So just these random moments that are just these Mm. beautiful gifts from the universe or God or somewhere where I've been thinking about something and then somebody says something next to me on a flight. I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like I'm just surrounded by all of these beautiful teachers. And I just find that fact totally amazing about humanity. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. a notable, there is a notable quote. Everyone's a teacher. Everyone's a teacher. Everyone's yeah. a teacher. Everyone's got a story. That's yes. it. That's when right. you look for it, it's there. Mm-hmm. If you just dismiss it, it's not, it, it doesn't exist yeah. to you. Yeah. But I look at every <clears throat> human being and it's like, what can I learn from you? Um, mm-hmm. As a bonus. Well, hello again, Stephanie. <laughs> as a bonus, uh, they will tell me, oh my gosh, I learned so much from you. And I wasn't even really trying to be the teacher. I was trying to suck information. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. By well, asking good questions. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Lots of good yeah. questions. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, uh, just the, the Uber driver statement. There's there's probably a book in there somewhere too. Just all this all the Uber driver stories yeah. you know i like to talk to them as well and this is just so yeah they're just so interesting you know well, sometimes i i love to get their perspective because mm-hmm. i there there are days where i feel isolated meaning all i talk to are leadership teams mm-hmm. of entrepreneurial companies and that's where i'm getting all of my perspective and so uh to talk to somebody who is in between jobs who mm-hmm. uh to be working as an auto mechanic and is now looking to go back to school. Yeah. I don't get to talk to uh, people who are having these rich experiences all the time. So it's nice to just ask them questions and then just Mm -hmm. really absorb their perspective. I think it helps me be a better coach. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't doubt it. Everyone a teacher. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Cool. Um, all right. So I think we're ready to more directly answer the question that, uh, (laughs) that, um, Chiquita Beasley and Ryan Williams asked. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you do me a favor and ask me the question exactly as they wrote it? Because sometimes little twists of words that I catch on to, and I just want to 
really be able to hear it again. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read it exactly how how they wrote it. So, thank you. From Chiquita Beasley, it was how do you step outside your comfort zone? Mm, okay, so what? Uh, ooh, and I remember this from when when we talked about this question maybe a month or so ago, and we didn't have Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the way she phrased that, Chiquita. If you're watching, nice work, by the way. And I don't know if you did it on purpose or not, but I'm gonna mm -hmm. go with. This how you asked the question. She mm -hmm. said, how do you step out of your comfort zone? Mm -hmm. uh, because there's a lot of people who will say, get out of your comfort zone. Just do it. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Um, yeah. How do I do that? I've got a couple of, couple of thoughts on that. <clears throat> and, oh, and I'm going to try to be really direct, but I'm a coach. So I'd really like to ask her more questions of where that came from. But um, the first, the first one is a principle of whenever you ask somebody or even ask yourself, how do I do that? First, go back to why do I want to do this? Mm -hmm. There's a phrase that one of my coaches uses, his name is Steve Chandler. And he says, when the want to is strong enough, the how to just comes to you. Mm -hmm. We've got so much, we've got Google, you've got friends, counselors, and you've got Tommy and Renee, you have me, you have Facebook to figure out how to do anything. Mm -hmm. So if you're asking yourself, how do I apply for college? How do I go talk to this professor? How do I go get a job? How do I ask for a raise? First, ask yourself, why? Why do mm -hmm. I really want to? And when you really feel that power in you, mm -hmm. that going to be really easy. Mm -hmm. Now, that was a that was a lame answer. <laughs> but it was good, but it is not what she wanted to know. So here is some how to. I've even got some. So first, ask yourself why you really want to, because here's mm -hmm. the other thing, Chiquita. Sometimes I have all the answers for you and I'll say, oh, this is how you do it. One, two, three, four, five. And guess what happens when you try to tell somebody what to do when they, <laughs> you? they go like this? Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but and I'm like, don't you dare yeah, but me if you ask me an ever loving question. <sighs> Has anybody noticed now that I have not said one swear word, by the way? Wow, under I'm control. Using, Look wanna, at that. I Very nice. I'm that. using all of my Mormon swear words. <laughs> only <laughs> no there's a su there's a subject for a new book right there the best of the best of mormon swear words i forgot my mormon swear words because i use the real ones now uh -oh. okay here we go but i do have some how-to for you um mel robbins wrote a great book um no i forgot the name of it crap but here's the tool that she teaches you mel robbins launch rocket launch i can't remember but she says this is this is the best thing to do when you're laying there going oh how do i get out of bed or how do i do this how do i do this she says count down go five four three two one blast off and just do it she said most of the time what's happening what's keeping us back from just stepping outside of our comfort zone is we talk ourselves into irrational thoughts that yeah. things that might happen but like we talked about earlier on in the in the podcast, most of the time people want to help. Um, the the simplest answer is the easiest answer. Uh, most of the time, it's going to go really well to just step outside of your comfort zone. So mm -hmm. there's five 
four, three, two, one, just do it. Don't overthink it and kind of stick with that why. So there's- is that, is that the five second rule? It's not the five second rule that has to do with Oreos on the floor. That's the same author though, right? Does she, does she call it the five second rule? No, there's a book that she wrote called the oh. five second rule. Well, then that's it. <laughs> Yeah, that too. <laughs> so, so Jill, Jill, I have to point this out. You notice all those books behind Tommy? Yeah. He, he has actually read all of those books. Oh, yeah. That's why he knows this. Yeah. <laughs> Very well that. read. I don't know that I believe that. Yeah, you know, I listened to him. I counted yesterday in my house. I had 13 books that I'm in the middle of reading. Wow. That's a lot of unfinished reading. <laughs> All right. How, now, how is my answer sufficient? How do you step out of your comfort zone? Do you yeah. do you want? Uh, no, I mean, I like it. It's, it's like your it. answer. Yeah. I just have I have a question, though. If, if Chiquita, if Chiquita wanted to talk to you a little bit more about this. Uh, I would love to do that. Can we? Mm. Oh, yeah. I would so honored. You'd love to do that. Okay. So if we, if we put your email address, is that probably the best way for someone to just shoot you an email? Yes. Perfect. Okay. Tommy, can we do that? We can sure do that. Absolutely. <laughs> Chiquita will be notified of your offer. <laughs> okay. Very good. Awesome. All right. Yeah. And was there a second question? Yes, there's a second part. Hold on. Let me, I just want to read it. Uh, all right. So Ryan Williams what are the outcomes for taking risk? Wow. Mm. You know what? I'm going to go with infinity at this point. Sure. Right. What are the mm -hmm. outcomes? Um, we don't know. Nobody has a crystal ball. Nope. Nobody has a crystal ball. Mm. And so when you think this might be a little risky, uh, I do have some tools that I use to help me figure out if this is worth it. The, mm -hmm. first one, the first one that I think about, well, I probably have to add a preface. Is it going to hurt anybody? And uh, let's see, what do I always say to my teenagers? Anybody? <laughs> is it illegal? <laughs> is it going to hurt someone's person, right? Their body? Okay. Yep. Pride. Okay. I learned that from my dad. So that's good. <laughs> hurt one of those. The risk, the outcome of that risk is probably okay. not. Okay. So. Right. Uh, that, that's a good thing to ask yourself. Yeah. After that, ask yourself this thing that I'm about to do, or I'm trying to decide. That's a really fun phrase, by the way, trying to decide. Yeah. The thing that I'm trying to decide, is it risky? Asking yourself, is it in alignment with my long-term goals? Mm -hmm. So if there's a professor that you need to talk to, like I did, that taking that class was in alignment with my long-term goals. So I right. might've, little bit scared. He could have told me no. He could have been so upset with me that he badmouthed me to other professors. I mean, there's all kinds of things that might happen. Mm -hmm. Risk and, and having a good outcome was actually in alignment with my long-term goals. So right. we never know what the outcome is, but you could ask yourself, is this risk worth it by lining it up with your long-term goals? Right. That's uh, good. I have one more little tidbit for you on that. Go for it. And then I have a question for you. Okay, good. If you feel it lines up with your long-term goals 
and you're just nervous, you're just a little bit scared. Yeah. Uh, to go out and take that risk, it's emotional, and you know it's just emotional. It's not rational. Right. Logical thinking about it with our brain, you're you're just emotional. Right. You can run yourself through this exercise. Um, it's called a it's called a pre mortem. That means before something is dead. So <laughs> right. Before, right. Before <laughs> something goes wrong, you're just gonna run this through your mind. So the way you do this. And I'm just going to keep using my example because we have mm-hmm. confidence now. Mm-hmm. I ask myself, I'm about ready to go in and ask my professor if I can take this class early. Break all the university rules, sit in there with seniors when I'm just a, so- a junior. Break mm-hmm. all the- and I ask myself, okay, let's imagine um, that he says uh, no. What is the worst case scenario? Mm-hmm case scenario and so the worst case scenario is I have to take it next year and then I ask myself well is anybody gonna die is anyone's person property or no so really it's at that time it's worth the risk to go do and I think if you Mm -hmm. run it through that that worst case scenario what you know looking at the thing before it happens sometimes you can just talk yourself into um, taking that risk Mm -hmm. and having a better outcome because you go into it a little more confident yeah, yeah. that's great when well I was I was just thinking too um, when you were talking about well we don't know the outcome it is infinity in terms of what could possibly happen but I would I would kind of add um, and ask the question too, is, is it possible that there is one thing that is almost guaranteed when you go into that area of risk? And that is that you will learn something by doing that. I'll, I'll put money on that a hundred percent of the time because you step in and you've now had a new experience. You, or you've just had an experience. And all of those experiences mm-hmm. add up yeah. mm-hmm. who you're going to be someday, even if it's you get told no 20 times and you just become numb to being told no. <laughs> right. So then, you know what? You're a really great salesperson someday. Yeah. You can handle the no. Right. So, oh, Tommy, I love that. Yes, write that one down. <laughs> I don't know that it was quite Jesus. No, definitely not. We, right. we, we got some Poverty work to do to get up to Jason. <laughs> Maybe some Aristotle. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here, here's what I just to, to kind of put this up there. It's also, I think, thinking through, and of course, this is coming from someone my wife would say is is pretty impulsive as a person. And I will admit that right now in front of everybody. Uh, but what's the consequence of not taking the risk and thinking about that? Because yeah. A lot of times there on the tail go. end, you're yeah. going, then you're living the life of what could have been. Mm, that I, that's we much worse. Tried it, understanding that, hey, you know what, it's going to fail, but uh, as long as it's not hurting anyone or whatever, and it's it's a calculated risk. There you go. Uh, you know. That that woman who sent me the email today, um, what if what if we meet and I have a brilliant idea for her, and and mm-hmm. if she would have never asked me to meet then she would have never had that idea. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of scenarios. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
you guys, there's a country song that I like. Um, if you get the choice to sit it out or dance, I hope you dance. There you go. I hope you dance. And I say that to my little boys all the time. Sometimes I'll even sing it to them. Slightly annoying. But it's when you have an opportunity to learn something, try something, go somewhere else, just have a new experience. Just mm -hmm. dance, man. Don't sit it out. Yeah. Do it. That's it. Cool. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, that's oh, great. Okay. Yeah. That's such rich conversation. Yeah, Very this good. was a blast having you having you on tonight. Thanks for carving time out of your uh, busy schedule. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. It was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. I'm willing to help anytime. Very good. I love, I love this mission that you guys are on. Um, I love knowing that there's kiddos out there that just have big goals. And um, and if you're watching this and you're one of those kiddos, we support you 100%. Go for the big goals. We got gotcha. you. That's we got it. you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll definitely um, pass along the your your offer to you know have Chiquita call you as well because I think that would be that would be great if if we could do that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So I got to awesome. ask the, the question: How do people get involved uh, and? Donate to the mission in North London, <laughs> which is all about building well, tomorrow's leaders today. So how do we do that? I'm sure there's a donate button. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked your name. <laughs> well, right. as I as I found out, there is no donate buttons on our on our Facebook Live. Um, I don't know who I've been giving money to then. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Regular posts, absolutely, Facebook donate buttons. Yeah, you're good there. <laughs> but with the lives, I will um, add a link to Everyday Hero, which okay. is which is how you'll, you'll donate. And um, I also have that on our website where we're you know, storing all of our recordings and, and interviews and. Oh no, this is going to be out for everybody. <laughs> no, there's just three of us. No, no. Oh, we forgot. No, sorry. To oh, by the way. At the beginning. This, this is, is not a closed broadcast show for God's sake. Oops. Didn't you see that red light in the corner? It said live. Oh, oops. <laughs> Yeah, so that's how that's how we'll do it. That's live. It. Yeah, live. That's what. It oh, you thought it meant live. Gotcha. Okay, I could laugh all night long. Okay. All right, good stuff. Well, thanks a lot for uh, for all of all of your help with answering questions and getting to you know hear your story and yeah. well, it's been great. Fun. Thanks, you guys. That was yeah. it. Was fun to share. Yeah. And sharing mm -hmm. your wisdom. I, I always take lots of copious you notes. So I just want to. <laughs> What's that? Renee, you need to write another book with all those notes. I know. <laughs> you like that idea. Uh, no, this is. I'm uh, sure. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. Thanks so much. All right. See you guys later. All Bye. right. Thank you. Bye. You're Bye -bye. welcome. My pleasure.